following is an exclusive presentation of News Radio KMAN, your home for K State athletics. It's game time. This is the game on News Radio KMAN. Big Steve, I, I just need you. I just need you go ahead and fade this out, because I have a, another song. I think that's going to set the mood a little bit better. It's the most wonderful time of the year, with the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be. Of good cheer, it's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the high. Ah, uh, yes, of course. It's day one of the first round of the NCAA tournament. Welcome to the game, Mitch Forder. It's a packed house. Yeah, baby. Along with Troy Coverdale, David G, and Big Steve, who filled out his bracket yesterday. He's not doing so well. As a matter of fact, neither am I right now, and I'm a little bit furious. Yeah, you know, me too, and normally that's this is my bread and butter, is like the first round or two, and then I start to fade. I uh, lost the first two games today, so that's good for, for old DG. What about you, Troy? Uh, Looking good? No, dropped a couple already today, well, too. And the thing, like, right now is the one that has me a bit chapped. <laughs> so the, the you know you lose a couple of early ones right like it's not teams I'm worried about. You know sure. I got I got smoked on the Mountain West. But right now, well of course this guy who lived in the Mountain West or at least <laughs> in the Rams. area for 20 years <laughs> and he Rams. gets all biased and goes all in on on Boise State and Colorado State and I only had him TCU one round. Come on, and, you know Boise State man. <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, go ahead, Mitchell. I'm like, you guys should know better. Memphis, Colorado Memphis State is back in the like tournament. A, we're losing their bladders. And and I didn't realize that Memphis is 13 and two over their last 15 games. I had no idea. I just thought that well, they stunk. you should do your research. I know. I, I get so wrapped up into it, and like most people, probably get a little bit too wrapped up into it just because you filled out a bracket. But, you know, we can't do sports gambling around here, and specifically, I can't do it because I you know, worked for K-State and kind of signed this paper a long time ago. Oh, boy. I'm not I, allowed to gamble yep. on sports and everything, especially the NCAA tournament. But I fill out a bracket to have fun with everybody else. Sure. And by God, I want to beat those people. You do owe me uh, two hundy for the NIT games you lost in the bracket the other day. So, oh crap! Did Missouri State not win? Yeah. Sorry, man. Drexel took them down, or whoever's playing. I don't know. Uh, Actually, I think Oklahoma beat them. They did. They did. Oklahoma did beat. I'm. Yeah. I'm just thankful to know that he wasn't playing Christmas music because of the snow that's coming in overnight tomorrow. Oh god. Oh, is that really a thing? Yeah, it's really a thing. Oh. See, that's the thing. The forecast has changed a little bit. I don't know if you heard earlier. So we're not expecting snow anymore tonight, but it looks like it could be tomorrow morning up until the afternoon. Yeah. For those listening, we're totally canning the bottom of the hour weather. (laughs) Yeah. Because uh, Troy is going to be giving us March Madness updates for every break of the show other than top of the hour. Yeah. When we get our news. 
but uh, I, I will say, shout out to uh, Georgia State hanging in there with Gonzaga. They lead by two with four and a half wow. to go in the first. Oh my God! See, here's TV the deal. At? Like Gonzaga, right? Well, right here we got this monitor. I'm looking at. It. I, I turned it so everybody could look at it. But you're in a bad spot. I, I, I was going to say, when was the last time that that TV over there was even active? It doesn't work. Yeah. yeah, so it hasn't worked in probably five years. Wow. That's not we, a joke. We should have a discussion with management about that. Absolutely. We need to be able to watch sports in here. Right. Also, this one works. I saw oh, Rich, I know. Richmond is is leading Iowa. Yes. That's, so that's, that's, that's what we're watching right now. Oh, that's what we got on. Okay. So that's what's got me a little bit chapped, and that is Iowa, who I have in the Elite Eight. Oh, my God. And they're like, they're playing people. I, I, and, and here, right let's, now, let's Iowa's, rotate spots. Iowa's losing. By, <laughs> the musical yeah. sound of chairs. I, Iowa <laughs> is losing by one, a minute and a half to go. I have the Hawkeyes in the lead eight. I should have known, should not trust a team where the son of the head coach is a starter. Ooh. Like, that's, I should have known. Oh, reverse it goes oh, and one. Of course it happens. Of course that happens. <laughs> Chris Mooney and his Princeton cuts. I swear to God Ooh. with Richmond. Nice uh, nice print on the Richmond jerseys as well. I like that. The oh. script? That, yes. That's a sharp look. That is a sharp look for the Spiders. The dipsy do of the kiss of the glass. So it's xenophobia, right? The fear of spiders. Is yes, that right? Yeah. Right. Uh, arachnophobia. 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 Xenophobia is a much different uh, situation, and I would hope that we not oh, dabble that's in right. that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> yes, that's Man, true. Man, Mitch is one heck of a xenophobic over here. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I got it mixed up. You're uh, right. For other countries. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, I tell you what, man, those Post guys from culture. Costa Rica, I can't stand them. <laughs> Peru, get out of here. Ooh, okay, That's missed context. Context. <laughs> context. Arachnophobia, yes. Name Iowa after that, after this. Wow. Now, the, now Iowa's down three, so they didn't hit the free throw, so it's a one-possession game with a minute 12 to go. Iowa's just been well, there's a foul. just chucking no. threes here in the second half and bricking them. Oh, boy, this is... <sighs> They See, were honestly they were lucky to be within one at halftime. This has been a game dominated by Richmond's pace. Are you kidding? Wow. That was a foul. Uh, yeah, airballed at three. I agree. That probably should have been a foul, but Richmond is gonna fifty wow. seconds to go. Rich Sp- spider basketball. They're gonna probably take a timeout here in a second. Maybe well, not. Welcome to the KMAN sports bar. <laughs> Where is the beer, by the we way? We got cocktails. I, we yeah. got vodka. All we're, the stuff you could want. Come on, man. Barkeep. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness gracious. And Rich the baseline cut. Yeah, Richmond's going to win another and one at the at the 10. Wow. Baseline cut. Just killing them with the baseline cut. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, and Fran. And McCaffrey. His face Loser. Was, oh. By the way, did you see the, uh, the twit stream I passed along the other day that uh, Pregame Empire put together that was the uh, job titles or the job descriptions of every coach in the NCAA tournament. Yes. Fran McCaffrey was TV anchor. <laughs> he does look like a TV anchor. Right? Yeah. It was good stuff. Oh, that's good. Took the headshots. Bill Self was sports bar owner. <laughs> oh, boy. I, I mean, I have fun until like 11 a.m. Uh-huh. Like before the game start. I'm jazzed. Yeah, I'm ready to go. yeah. yeah. And then the annoying family members start showing up, and they're loud, obnoxious. You get a little tired of them, and their takes on uh, politics and and you know today's events. 
That is fun. I get. I'm like the same way. And it's like, oh great, North Texas is up over somebody by two. This is over. My bracket stinks. Wow, that was a great shot. That was. He tried for the and one, didn't he? Yeah, the thing he is, like, I don't know if it. We really haven't had the most entertaining day one so far. I, I'll, I'll give credit to like Michigan and Colorado State. That was a good opener. That was really good, entertaining opener. Where. Colorado State, they look really good in the first half. Then Michigan takes over. And drop their bladders in the second, in half. The second half. Yeah, yeah. that's a mm-hmm. team. I mean, Michigan is a team that barely got in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but took full advantage of their size, and Colorado State did a poor job adjusting to it. I really thought that David Roddy would have a much better ball game because he has been a horse all season for the Rams. And honestly, they built that lead in the first half behind their three-point shooting and just could not maintain that momentum. No, and when you take your foot off the gas Mm -hmm. against superior talent like that, and I think Michigan is riding that us-against-the-world mentality where if it seems like when it's in the middle of the season, teams start to tank. But when you get to the postseason and you feel like Mm -hmm. everybody's against us except the guys right here, that's a dangerous combination to have. And Michigan's got the horses to outrun people, you know, and, and out-muscle people. And if you don't like it, they'll slap you. <laughs> yeah, their coach will slap you right <laughs> upside the head. My goodness. Oh, uh, Mount, Yeah, Mountain West going into the latter part of the day, 0 for 3. Ooh. We, we have also experienced a lot of blowouts. Here, let me see that pen there, please. Yes, sir. Grazie. We've seen blowouts with – I guess it wasn't as much of a blowout as what it could have been, but – Memphis takes care of Boise State. Really wasn't a surprise to me there, but Tennessee demolishes Longwood. Baylor takes care of Norfolk State, and now North Carolina is kind of running away with just 15 minutes in the game, and it feels like they're starting to run away against Marquette. They've really built a lead, and they've held on to it. So when it comes to nail-biters, we really haven't had the nail-biter of a game yet until maybe right now. With 27.7 on the clock, it is Richmond basketball with the Spiders up four, 63-59. And, of course, Iowa's going to get ready. So we're about to have a lot of fouls here. Absolutely. I, you know who I was impressed with? Sandy, uh, San Diego State. South Dakota State. Oh, they really – they. Almost, oh, my God. Well, they got the steal on the inbounds play, and what a roll. Hit the rim four times. Oh, foul. And Iowa made it a two-point game stealing the inbounds pass. Oh, but well, now now they're trying to get a steal or something, and they ran ten seconds I off the clock. I don't Surpris- get that. Yeah, surprisingly, I didn't call timeout right away and set up another play wow. defensively. Oh my god, that was amazing! Doink, wow! Doink, 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 Ooh. down. That, that that's almost uh, that's almost uh, from the corner for. Uh, Toronto a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I love that um, shot of Mooney's wife. We, are we watching CB? We're watching True TV, and they keep showing the the uh, uh, Richmond's wife, uh, the head coach's wife. Help yeah, me Mooney's out. wife. Mo- yes, Chris and Mooney's she, wife. And she is just pooping her pants over there. I mean, she's losing it. I That's hope they the, don't show that. It's True TV, so you never know, gang. Laugh. Tr- okay, <laughs> you gotta you gotta Esteban. coordinate this before Esteban. time. I don't have that in front of me right Listen, now. Okay, man. I'm I'm just gonna be throwing them out there, baby. Okay, I need then walk you to over here and come hit it. Oh, I need you to see it and anticipate it. <laughs> oh, Free throw good for Richmond. Three point game. Miss it. He made oh, it. Boy, that's that's clutch. Four point game. Fifteen seconds to go. I really was done. They got They're da- cooked. They got David. It's over. 
They didn't even roll the ball at the floor. No. Nope. Threw it right to him, and he gets fouled. Fouled. Okay. Thirty-five feet away from the hoop. All right. This will be interesting. Um, I have never seen the 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 on purpose miss of a free throw work in my life. Even on the playground back in the day, I never seen that work. So, do you hit both free throws and immediately foul someone, or do you try for the clank? Of cl- oh, they, they're not. They're it's not double bonus yet. Oh boy. Mm. Oh boy. Yeah, they're not even the bonus. Yeah, that's they're only, not even in the bonus. That's only six that's fouls. So that's in other words, a Richmond. smart foul. A so he's gonna try to hit the three. Bohannon. Nope, he didn't get it. He bricked it. Ball spiked out of bounds. Should stay with Iowa. With five and a half to go, they're down four again. Mitch. Um, my back, my bracket's not busted, but uh, yeah, you got Iowa going to the lead eight, Mitch. Hot guys, Jesus. Ooh. Yeah, that's a big one for the day. Iowa right there. City, what a dump. <laughs> the entire state of Iowa really could use a real brushing up. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that state of Iowa is corny. I mean, honestly, if you're looking to <laughs> Iowa State to. You know, uphold your state's honor yeah. in the tournament today. Look out! Oh boy, look out! I actually boys. took Iowa State to beat oh I, uh, LSU yeah, in the I, first round. I, think I, I mean, LSU too. just had to can their coach, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, lack of institutional control over there in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Which, hey, don't get me wrong, I, Louisiana. It's kind of a lawless swamp down there. What would you expect? <laughs> There's been a moider. Down in Louisiana. Oh yeah. A lawless dump. What do you mean? <laughs> a, law, a lawless swamp. swamp. <laughs> you are really getting after some communities and some entire states here. And regions Where of the every country. house is on stilts over there in <laughs> Louisiana. Because it floods. Um, oh, my God. I'll allow my sister-in-law's family to chat with you at Ooh, some point. Okay. Nice inbound. I like the lob and a dunk there with taking just .7 off the clock. So Iowa with a fighter's chance now down three. Kind of wanted to hang with this to see what happens. He goes, hey, man, the coach, uh, Mooney, goes, what'd they do? He goes, oh, he just threw it up to the real tall guy and he dunked it. He goes, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it was a great play. It was. It's fantastic. the best play they've had all night, other than stealing the inbounds the, play moments ago. The double, um, looked like a double screen, Bayuska Bayaba. That's my alley-oop calls from now on. By Yushka, by Ayaba. All right. I want to be unique, okay, Troy? God. Did one of you call this matchup the 12? This, so this is a 5 12 game. This was one of the 5 12s I did not call. <laughs> so I'm an idiot. Of course not. See, the only one I really had, I said it yesterday, but a lot of uh, confidence, it would be UAB winning their oh, yeah, 5 yeah. 12 matchup. Oh, I just like, against Houston. Iowa, man. I just thought they looked really good. At the end of the season. Well, they won the Big Ten. Yeah. The Big Ten tournament. Made a nice run. I don't know. Like, I, I was throwing, you know, I, I listened to too many people before, well, yesterday, about South Dakota State and how they're a real flashy team. They're, they're, they like to, like, go at you. Right. And they, <laughs> they shoot really well. They're really athletic. Then they score like bunch of rap, They're basically rabbits. They hop everywhere. <laughs> Then they scored 50 points. And they eat lettuce. They eat lettuce, they flop around, and they get mad at you when they're in the cage. Oh, my God! I think they they called the foul. foul. That was real chaotic. That should have been a five-second call on Richmond, and they did not get the call. A five-second or when he inbounds it, it gets deflected, and oh, my God. Well, they'll take a look at it. This is going to take a while. Like, we might be able to take a break, and the game's still going to be going on. This guy... That's... Hmm. 
That's no, that a, looked that's fine. a tough call. I think that so they were looking at when the ball was tapped. If the guy, the second for, guy for Richmond, touched the basketball, was he still in bounds or was he out of bounds? He looked like he was in play. He looked like he was in bounds. By the way, Gonzaga, Georgia State, about to go to the half, and uh, Gonzaga up two with 32 seconds to go in the first half. So keep an eyeball on that one on TNT. When is the last where the big boys play? When is the last number one seed, like overall one? To win it and just cruise through the entire tournament. Was that not Gonz- or, uh, Baylor? Was Baylor the number one overall last year? No, Gonzaga was last year. Ah, has there been a number one? But I guess UNLV well, sure. maybe. Oh yeah, it's been a long time yeah. though. Yeah, because we have seen really even the top seeds struggle at the varying oh, points. Man. Absolutely, man, it's crazy. It really is a, a the tournament is really nuts. Well, KU. How about Georgia were, State's doing that? By the way, in just shooting thirty percent in the first half. Dang! Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. They must be getting. They got to be getting a lot of offensive boards, or they're going getting a couple of chances at the free throw line. Like they're taking advantage of their chances at the free throw line, and Gonzaga is not. Gonzaga is nine of nineteen at the free throw line in the yeah, first half of that game. That'll hurt. And Georgia State's 10 of 13. Yeah. Uh, two of 11 three-point shooting for Gonzaga in the first half of that game. Wow. Brutal. And they're in Portland. Like, they're, they got yeah. a lot of fans there. Yep. All right, so Richmond about to win it here. They made their first free throw. Now up three. Hawkeyes are pouting on the sideline. I would be two. Your coach is a loser. The darlings... <laughs> The darlings of the Atlantic 10 about to take down Iowa. Not the first time I've heard someone call Fran McCaffrey a loser. I'll tell you that. Jeez. Fran McCaffrey taking the heat today. Shout out to him. Oh, here we go. Here's here's where uh, Georgia State is staying in that game with Gonzaga. Nine second chance points. Damn. Dang. <laughs> and that's the game. All right. Richmond's game. up four. Five seconds to go. Don't foul. Don't foul. Iowa wants to be fouled on a three-pointer and miraculously make it. It's not going to happen. Baseball style. (laughs) See you, Iowa State, and they throw it away. Game over. Talk to you later. All right. So at this time, oh, Richmond travel doesn't matter. Travel. All right. Wait, wait, wait. This could be a thing that is a thing, guys. Because if he if they inbound and somebody hits a three, they get fouled, and then they hit the free throw, and then the thing. It's a tie game, guys. Hey, Esteban uh, Grande, what did, who did you have winning this one? Iowa. I think you picked Iowa. Yeah, I should pick remember. Richmond. Come on, Esteban. Uh, time out. There it goes. All right. Coming up on the game, second hour, we will get Do They Know It, hosted by Big Steve. It is men's basketball coaching search day number eight. Uh, but coming up next, based on the festivities of today, My top 10 list that I did not do on Tuesday. That's up next on the game. Memphis over Boise State, 64-53. Baylor blows out Norfolk State, 85-49. Tennessee over Longwood, 88-56. And Richmond dropped Iowa, 67-63. Thank you to Troy for that March Madness update. Welcome back to the game. Mitch Fortner, Troy Coverdale, David G, and Big Steve with us as well. 
Still to come on the show, we have uh, men's basketball coaching search day number eight. Boy, I saw a game earlier today that really turned me off on a head coach. Uh oh. Don't want him anymore. What's, what are we showing? What are you showing me? Here? Live look at your bracket. <laughs> An atom bomb going off, apparently. <laughs> Do they know it's still to come as well? Number one song today and ask us anything, but if, if you're just joining us, we've been losing our mind over Iowa State being a bunch of losers. Iowa. And, or Iowa. Uh, Iowa State later. Later. <laughs> that we'll be talking about those. The entire state. Those yeah. ding dongs. Iowa, whether they have off to offer not football and not basketball. Hmm. Jeez. Maybe hockey. Richmond was the sixth seed in the A-10 tournament. Wow. Wow. And are into the round of 32. Man, you never know, do you? You just Good never know. grief. But I wasn't here on Tuesday. I was under the weather. Still am a little bit. You could tell my voice isn't 100%. It, it, I lose it after I, if I don't take a breath after a while. It it's, a little, it's the Iowa Hawkeyes of voice right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Start strong, yeah. and then you fade away. Fade. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, so I'm going to do my top ten list. I said to, it's going to be based on the festivities today, which would make you think NCAA tournament. That is not true. I'm going a different direction. I'm going St. Patrick's Day Ooh. for my top ten list. Uh, and uh, I, I've decided to pull up uh, some music here. I, uh, I'm sight unseen here. I don't know if this is... Uh, Oh, yeah. I feel like I'm on the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really does. It really does. Kind of, like in I the feel lower like I'm part, in Dublin. The lower part of the Titanic. The engine yeah. room. That's right. Where they're shoveling coal. What, you can't get some Dropkick Murphys on here? Uh, Remember those guys? I, I do. But I was looking cool. for music that didn't have vocals. Ooh, good call. Good call. Top 10. <laughs> Top 10 facts about St. Patrick's Day. I, the original idea was it, about this was, you know, I really don't know anything about St. Patrick's Day. Like, what is it like truly celebrating? Like, the first thing I think of of Americans, they celebrate it, but they have no idea what they're celebrating. Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Troy, do you know what we're celebrating when we celebrate Cinco de Mayo? Uh supposed to be celebrating Mexican Independence Day. No, that is incorrect. It's supposed to be celebrating the Mexican army beating the French army in a war. Okay. Or a battle. In a battle. Right. right. It, but it's mistaken as. Right. And it's, it's like sometime in September, right, is the real Independence Day. But Mexico. here's the deal. St. Patrick's Day and Cinco de Mayo go together as Americans just see it as well, it's another day to drink. <laughs> yeah. A great hey, excuse to get hand-boned. <laughs> That's exactly right. So I wanted to know more about St. Patrick's Day. What am I celebrating exactly? And I kind of wish I would have just left it alone. <laughs> uh, oh, what, is it like that boring? It's, just, it's, it's kind of boring-ish. Uh, yeah, like, here, yeah. Let, here we go. Let's let's get started with this here. Number 10. Turn uh, the Irish folks down here just a little bit so I can uh, get uh, Dave Letterman in here. But uh, all right, number 10, it's about the real St. Patrick. He was born in Britain. He's actually not Irish. Oh. Born in 390 AD. Dang. So he's old. The boy's old. He's been, a, he, he, he's been known of for quite a while. Wow. Now, when he was 16 years old, he was basically abducted by Irishmen and turned into a slave. Oh. 
And then years later, he got away from that, went back to England. He ends up coming back to Ireland as a Christian missionary. He brought Christianity basically to Ireland. Along with a, a bunch of troops. <laughs> and it was like, payback! Number nine. Number nine. St. Patrick is... Cr- so he's also kind of a psychopath <laughs> a little bit. like, And I understand like a rough childhood. I, yeah. I could see that happening. But he also credits himself for driving the snakes out of Ireland. Mm-hmm. As in like actual snakes. Uh, but according to Fossil Record, Ireland has never been home to snakes. As it's too cold to host reptiles certainly during the Ice Age, and the surrounding seas have kept snakes out ever since. So there was really no snakes to drive out. Like, maybe he saw, like, one sea snake come up on the shore. He's like, get out of here. He starts waving a stick at it and something. He's like, <laughs> that guy's that's crazy. There's no record of snakes because he drove them out, Mitch. <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah, that's what come happened. Come on. They had four he started, of them and he got rid of them. He started telling people, I saw a snake today. And they're like, okay, psycho. And they're like, whatever. Guillotine. Yeah. <laughs> He's a witch. Listen, I heard today, somebody told me that he drove out pagans from Ireland. It was not snakes. It was pagans. And they just called them snakes. Now, I don't know the, um, I don't know about the, uh, the accuracy of that. It would make more sense, though. Right. And like that, even more especially sense. in that time, too. right? That time, and then he comes back looking for revenge against the guys that did him wrong from before, and he shows up and goes, "What's their? What are they? What's wrong with them? They're pagans. Get them!" You know what I mean? That was re- like the real sounds. <laughs> yep. The real exactly sounds like of that. Ireland, Ireland in the 10th century, the independence of Ireland. <laughs> More like the 4th century. 4th century. All right, where are we at here? We're at number 8. Number 8. Number 8 is at St. Patrick. The reason why we celebrate St. Patrick's Day on March 17th, he died on that day. Let's all get drunk. The man's dead. Yeah. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Green beer. It's a celebration of life, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Number 7. So St. Patrick's Day didn't actually... Let me step this back a little bit. The association to green, like why is green associated with St. Patrick's Day? St. Patrick was not a green guy. He didn't wear green. Okay, so he, he was wasn't, known for wearing oh, blue. He wasn't an alien, is what you're getting at. Sure. Oh wait, sure. well, in some ways he could have been called that, but from another guy. not not green guy. He liked blue. Blue. He was a blue guy. So the color green became associated with St. Patrick's Day after it was linked to the Irish independence movement in the 18th century. So it's like, for as long as they've been celebrating this guy, the shorter half of it has been associated with green. Huh. They're just put, They're just throwing stuff against the wall, you know? Seeing what sticks. Green, blue, whatever. Alien, <laughs> so, who cares? The reason the shamrock... And, oh, hold on. Get Letterman. Number six. The reason the shamrock got associated with, um, with St. Patrick's Day, Irish heritage, is because of St. Patrick. And it has to do with some pagans because he used a shamrock to teach pagans about the Holy Trinity. Oh. Hmm. Which, of course, the Holy Trinity is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Right. And then you formed together equal Good luck. Well, and then there's the four-leaf clover. Yes. Oh, yeah. It is said that the odds of finding a four-leaf clover is one in 10,000. Wow. I have never seen one. I've never found one. 
Uh-uh. I don't even know where to look. You know what I mean? It all blends there together. There used to be a, I remember at the Morganville Elementary School, there used to be a big patch of them. <laughs> right next to one of the to the uh, the soccer goals. And you picked through it? Or you were just like, oh, there it is. I was like, hey, good luck. You mercilessly <laughs> picked through it and like, I can't find any of these. They're, they're such good luck that we pluck them out of the ground. <laughs> That's right. Kill them. Number five. Uh, number five. So uh, more about Americans taking mm. in St. Patrick's Day. Irish immigrants began observing St. Patrick's Day in Boston. Ni- uh, 1737 was the first time. Good. The first St. Patrick's Day parade was not in Ireland. It was in New York City in 1766. What are you parading with? <laughs> In 1766. <laughs> Let me hoist you on our shoulders and carry you down They're the They're not throwing candy at no, you. No, no. No, rocks. <laughs> They're throwing light rocks. Oh you're, my you're walking God. down the street with a wood in your hand, and people are like <laughs> just staring at you like, this isn't a parade. I'm just <laughs> carrying wood. I, I got to go to work, man. Can you guys get out of the way? Uh, Dublin's first official celebration of St. Patrick's Day was not until ni- uh, 1931. Wow. They're like that. So in other words, the Americans created another dang holiday to drink beer. Right. And they were like, well, let's get in on this, I guess. <sighs> Thank you, Boston. Number yeah. four. Corned beef and cabbage yeah. is obviously a huge part of St. Patrick's Day. People take it so far as to taking in traditional... Irish cuisine, corned beef, and cabbage. But once again, this is an Americanized tradition. Oh, wow. Because over in Ireland, it wasn't corned beef and cabbage. It was ham and cabbage. The reason it's corned beef is when like 2 million Irish immigrants, because of the potato famine, Mm -hmm. came over to the United States. Specifically, a lot of it was New York City. They lived in lower Manhattan, very poor, and corned beef was a poor substitute for ham. So they would boil it a bunch, mix in the cabbage, and that's what they would eat. Has anybody had corned beef? I've never had it before. One time. Is it like meatloaf? The consistency, I guess? Like? I wouldn't say meatloaf. Okay. It's been a really Like, I was a kid. Yeah. I've only had it one time. Like, I don't know if I could really give you an accurate yeah. description. So I've had it a handful of times. And I'm trying to remember what it tasted like, because if I remember correctly, the Reuben comes with corned beef on it. Ah. And I used to eat those a lot, because it's like corned beef, sauerkraut, and like a couple of, I think oh. it's like a thousand islands on it as well. And it was actually pretty good. Um, I hate sauerkraut. Can't remember, man. though. Number three. Number three, top ten facts of St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day is the biggest beer-drinking holiday in the United States. Yeah! It is the fourth biggest (laughs) drinking day in America. No. We don't have a beep button. Be careful. (laughs) Once again, let me specify here. It is the biggest beer-drinking holiday, but in the United States, it's the fourth biggest drinking day. And behind it, or ahead of it, rather, New Year's Eve, Christmas, and 4th of July. Oh, uh, yeah. But St. Patrick is said to have died on March 17th. Well, this date conventionally falls within the the uh, Christian session of Lent, mm-hmm. which is a time of 
abstaining from certain food and drink, including alcohol. In celebration of the life of the patron saint, Irish Christians removed the restrictions associated with Lent on that day so they could get hammered. That's where the drinking tradition comes from with St. Patrick's Day. They're like, guys... Guys, come on. We deserve a cheat day. It's okay. Cheat day. Cheat day. Pope says it's fine. (laughs) I get my blessing. Number two. Each St. Patrick's Day, it is estimated 13 million pints of Guinness will be consumed globally. I'm sorry. And uh, how many of those are poured in correctly? I had to learn how to pour yes. correctly, and it's a pain in the butt, you know? Yeah, Guinness is that one beer, right? Well, I, I suppose there's a lot of others, but yeah. for example, I think if you just get a light domestic beer, you'll see the glass tipped at 45-degree angle. Right. With a Guinness, you place the uh, glass down, just standing straight up, and you pour the beer. To the harp. And then you let it sit. Uh-huh. You let it sit. You let it simmer. And you let those bubbles come up. A wise man once said, if I wanted a coffee that tasted like a beer, I'd have coffee. Because, yeah. it, well, and if you, listen, stouts, I like stouts. Yeah, stouts yeah. are good beer. I like, I, I like, uh, what do they call those, um, where you drop the shot of uh, Kahlua in there? Um, I can't. God, I'm, I'm missing Irish carbon. Irish carbon. Is that is that it? Are we sure that's right though? Yeah. I'm just kind of throwing it out there. I, I'm pretty I, sure. That's I think right. that's the intent. Yeah. Yeah. The Irish carbon. You throw the Kahlua shot in there and then you chug it. I'll do those all day, baby. I love those. Yeah. Okay. So like the drinks you can get at like O'Malley's. O'Malley. Shout out yeah, to shout O'Malley's, O'Malley's down in Aggie. I bet they're getting business, really good business today. For sure. Uh, and then finally. Number one. Number one. Over 100 countries celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Wow. That To me, that was really surprising. That's a big one. Two, of, two areas that celebrate it might even be a little bit bigger than cities in the United States. Buenos Aires, Argentina, uh-huh. and Singapore. Wow! They have ginormous St. Patrick's Day celebrations, but that makes sense to me. Those two would probably be in the top 20 of the biggest party areas yeah, of the world. Party. Um, can I tell you something really quickly? A shout-out to K-Rocker Tim. He's from the UK. He found uh, K-Rock just randomly online and listens every single day. And he texted me today and said, they really don't do anything over in the UK. And it's like, I bet they don't because you got like Irish people. Uh, They're right? like, what are you yeah. doing? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'm the, the Irish and the Brits aren't exactly on great terms. Right. And you're like, eh, I'm not going to do that. I have a friend that lives in the Netherlands and she has told me before that um, there is a holiday called King's Day. And to give you kind of an example what it looks like, Fake Patty's Day, but imagine a whole country doing oh, it. Oh, man, now we're talking. Now, yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to get down on that. I, I mean, that's kind of the 4th of July for us. You know, everybody kind of gets into that, but... Sure. Yeah, like a, like a big-time drinking day. I wonder, does anybody celebrate 4th of July? Any other countries? Or like, yeah, America! Not to the level that we celebrate St. Patrick's Day or Cinco de Mayo. That's right. Come on. Cinco de Mayo. I'm, I'm, I'm being sarcastic. Cinco de Mayo because we're offending people. Well, it's because people just it's pump the, their brakes. It, it's it's the white man celebration of Mexican. That's I mean, right. you know, come on. Let's get a tortilla. Ugh. Every tortilla. time I hear that, I go, you know, it's tortilla. You know how to say it. Come on. Oh, that's good. That was a good top ten. That was a really solid top ten. All right. When we come back, we'll see if Gonzaga has pulled away from Georgia State next. 
Hey, uh, Troy, sorry to tell you, but yeah, uh, I know. Wright State isn't in the tournament anymore. No, slipped slipped right past me. Ooh. Man, that, I that's, tell what you I, what. that's what I get for on the fly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Highlighting who was coming up yet tonight. The real potential bracket buster is taking place right now. Not saying, I mean, I doubt Georgia State is able to pull this out, but they are really entertaining right now. Man, they're taking it to Gonzaga. Ooh. I will say this. Oh, boy. That's a Georgia State is now winning the game. They keep putting up on the scoreboard. They go one point at a time. I hate that. Um, oh, Boom. That well, Georgia State had the lead for five <laughs> that seconds. That would have been taunting. Uh, he, he was looking towards his own fans. Oh, okay. I thought he was just looking at that guy. <laughs> no, he was looking at his they own are, fans. They but, are in Portland. But I then he almost they... trips over the ref's foot, so oh. it really was graceful. <laughs> you know, oh, man. It's, uh, I, it, it does kind of feel like Gonzaga's kind of got that look on their faces a little bit. Like, uh, what the heck's going on You know, here? that's the, and that's interesting because they are one of the most veteran teams in the tournament. Right. You would think that that moment of uh oh yeah. would not come to them, but Drew I, I found it interesting that in the lead up to this game, specifically late yesterday into today, became that hey, this is a good Georgia State team. You know, it's almost as if all of the uh, folks finally got a hold of enough footage that they could make a judgment on Georgia State, yeah. having not watched them all year. And 30 minutes prior to tip off, they're like, oh, they're pretty good. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Ooh. That was a good swat. Of course, the guys, you know, Andre the Giant out there. Yeah, the, huge. the guy underneath for Gonzaga. I don't remember his name. Oh, Timmy. Yeah, is, is it it's Tim? the other guy. Or it's the other kid. It's the I get him mixed kid. up. Yeah, that's. Um, I don't watch enough Holmgren. Gonzaga basketball. Holmgren. Yeah, Mike Holmgren's grandson. <laughs> Wow. That's not true. I, I was going to say, if that was on Mark. <laughs> um, shout out to Drew Timmy. This is his 900th uh, tournament game. <laughs> God. Second team All-American again this year, wow. by the way. Man, Georgia Drew State. They, they're just, you they you just said earlier hanging. they were shooting like 30%, and yeah. now they're just crushing these let's, jumpers. Let's see what the uh, stat line looks like here. Second oh, half now. Hakeem Olajuwon, a.k.a. Man, Drew Timmy. I tell you what. I mean, Gonzaga is clearly the more athletic team, especially, like, you know when a team is good when they're crazy athletic one-on-one in the paint. Yeah, like, mackerel. Nobody can handle their spin moves. That shooting mark uh, has jumped to 38% hmm. just in the second half now. Lockets. There's a 16-footer, and he gets fouled. Like, Gonzaga is getting so frustrated mm-hmm. with officiating. Mm-hmm. And I was reading earlier, like, people have been complaining about the officiating in, you know, like Twitter, it's coming from different fan bases or people that just don't care. They're just watching the games and they're complaining about the officiating. Like, does that surprise you? Like, I've never heard more uh, complaining about officials all season long than I have this year. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I would say that true. I They had that one crew that they, they're like, you're done. <laughs> you're done for the rest of the season. I couldn't believe that. I've never even heard of that before. 14 second chance points for Georgia State. That's what continues to keep them in this game is their offensive rebound. Eight offensive rebounds. They've turned that into 14 points to uh, to be able to scramble and stay alive in this one. I still cannot believe, though, the free throw mark for Gonzaga. They could be putting this game uh, a little farther into their column. Nine of 20 at the free throw line in the game is Gonzaga, while Georgia State is 10 of 13. I mean, I would imagine they've been, you know, they've been the number one team in the country or right next to the number one team in the country for all season long. I would imagine they're a pretty decent free throw shooting team. It's a bit fluky that they're not hitting him today. Here's the the key point to me, though. Remember, late in the season, they get upset at St. Mary's. 
And I think St. Mary's showed that there was some invincibility or some uh, some uh, took away that air of invincibility about Gonzaga at that point. And I think Georgia State's taking advantage of that today as well. Folks, if you pick Gonzaga to uh, win it all in your bracket pool, <clears throat> you maybe should have gone with Arizona instead. Because that's what everybody's picking, right? Gonzaga Oof. or Arizona. Hey, yeah. Seems that maybe way. Maybe Auburn. Hey, this is, yeah, Big I just Steve. cannot. Big Steve had Auburn. Uh, I think Big Steve actually, he picked UCLA. The UCLA, that's right. But playing Auburn in the championship, right? UCLA, Auburn. I don't boom, remember. Boom, boom. Listen to yesterday's podcast, you'll find out. Hour two of the game, it's uh, it's jam-packed. It's day number eight of the K-State men's basketball coaching search, Do They Know It, hosted by Big Steve. Number one song of the day, Ask Us Anything. Probably some more takes on the NCAA tournament. All coming up next, the game on KMAN.